Welcome to Rash Thoughts, a podcast about life and all its wonderful challenges. Get ready to change the way you think about yourself and learn why the world needs you. Dean Rash will share his life, his thoughts, and his vision for making our world better for future generations. Now, here is your host, Dean Rash. All right, so it's been a while since we've chatted last. This is Dean Rash with Rash Thoughts, and I want to share a few thoughts with you. Like I said, it has been a while, and a lot of stuff has been going on in my world, and uh, we're going to talk about some of that stuff in the coming weeks, but one of those things I did is I ran for state office here in the state of Wisconsin. Interesting experience, and I will share more about that at a later date, but a couple of things I want to talk about today. Uh, Number one, back in 2017, I did a podcast where I talked about uh, the fact that I had been sexually abused as a boy, young boy. And what's interesting about that is I put that out there more as just me telling people it happened and letting people know it can happen to anybody. And also it was therapeutic for myself as well to be actually able to say the words that that it happened to me. About three weeks ago, I received an email from a gentleman in the area where I live who said he heard my podcast and it took him months and months to reach out to me. And he wants to sit down and meet with me and and just kind of pick my brain a little bit for what it's like to be a survivor of sexual abuse uh, when you're a male. And he he understands the process is going to be difficult. And uh, he understands it's been impacting his life. And, and he wants my help. Now, that's difficult for me. And I, I didn't realize how difficult it was going to be until, until I, I listened or read the message a couple of times and then started to go back over it and, and, and think about what it meant. And it was hard for me to find myself in the position of attempting to help somebody else with their abuse when I'm still trying to figure out how to deal with my abuse. And the counselor that I go to has done a great job. Uh, we've had a lot, of, a lot of breakthroughs. We've had a lot of very deep conversations. Um, I've gone into some very dark places in my past. And I've been able to uh, reflect on it. I've been able to deal with it. I've been able to process it. I've been able to think about it in different terms and and be able to put some of it behind me and feel better about myself. So when this guy contacted me, boy, it, it set me back because it made me think, you know, going back to when I first started revealing this, uh, it's been about four years now since I first started talking about it and how difficult it was just to even say to somebody that it happened to me. It normally brought me to tears right away, choked me up, made it difficult to speak, uh, and, and you know, it's, it made me feel less of a human being. Uh, it made me feel uh, extremely vulnerable. It made me feel like I was damaged goods, damaged property. Who's going to want somebody that's been through what I've been through? It made me feel worthless. And so... So now to sit across from somebody, which I should mention, I did agree to do, and we we haven't set a date, but we're going to meet, and to sit across from somebody and listen to that same stuff, I know is going to be, man, it's going to be painful, and, uh, you know, I hope I'm ready for it. That's the big thing. I I just hope I'm ready to do it. I I hope I don't let them down. Um, I hope that 
that in the conversation that we have that I'm able to help him as much as, as maybe he helps me. You know, I don't know. Um, I'd be interested in what your thoughts are on this. I know, you know, a lot of you reached out to me after I first posted this uh, podcast and offered your support and, and your understanding and your caring and your thoughts and your prayers and all that kind of stuff. But this is kind of a next step in the evolution of my own healing. And, you know, I, I may sound like I'm rambling a little bit in this podcast. Maybe I am. I don't know. Um, but it's really hard for me to decide or to understand how this is going to impact me. So it's a little tricky. And uh, I, I do appreciate any thoughts and advice you can give me. And I'm just going to kind of leave that right there where it's at and uh, switch over to another topic. I will come back to this at some point in a later podcast. I'm hoping to you know, gain a lot of valuable information um, about myself when I, when I meet with this uh, young person. So I will, um, I will keep you up to date. But the other thing I want to talk about is uh, a person that I met uh, via Facebook in a bone marrow transplant group a number of months ago. And she was posting a picture of her with a, a number 36 pendant and celebrating 36 years post-transplant. And so I contacted her and I just said, hey, congratulations on your uh, achievement of 36 years post-transplant. I just passed my 30-year mark. And we chatted for a little while. And what what came about is she told me the story about how the pendants came and, and where she got them from. And then she asked me if I would be willing to wear, to wear one of the pendants as well. And the very first one that she has is a 31 because that was the first time she was given that pendant. And again, here we're going to push this off a little bit, but I will share that story in another podcast because it's a little bit long for, for what I have planned for today. But I received the 31 pendant just the other day. And uh, I finally got a chain for it today and uh, proud to be wearing it right now. And so I'll have a picture of that posted up on my website at uh, deanrash.com. And you can kind of see what that pendant looks like. Uh, it's, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's pretty freaking cool. Um, it's an amazing thing to wear because it's hard to explain, but the accomplishment of living 31 years post-transplant, when all of us were told, we have no idea how long you can live. This is all brand new. You could all make it five years or 10 years or who knows. And for a number of us to be over 30 years post-transplant, that's amazing. Now, Mary Jo, and I won't use her last name, but Mary Jo, who, who got the first pendant, I'm the, I'm the fourth person now with one. So she got the first one. She's handed it down to one other person, and there's another guy. So there's four of us total that have these pendants. The really cool thing about it is not just the symbolism of it all, but it's the fact that there's four of us that survived as long as we did and that we're reaching out and we're connecting with each other because it's pretty lonely to be a long-term survivor of a disease like this because there's not many of us that survive. And one of the beautiful things that's going to happen here and hopefully in the next you know three to four months is all four of us are going to get together and meet for the first time. You know, some of them have met already, but as a group, we've never met as a group. And I think that's going to be one of those surreal, emotional, amazing type experiences with four people who went through hell and back with a very difficult disease and a very difficult treatment for a disease to sit down and talk about what it's like to have lived life for the past 30 plus years 
post-transplant knowing nothing was promised to us. And, and when I get a chance to share more about that, that story, I will do that. So, you know, not a whole lot of deep thoughts today, not a whole lot of, you know, rah-rahs or anything like that. And just, just kind of spilling the beans on a few things that have happened. And, um, you know, there's a lot going on in my world and I'm going to share more about it. I'm going to get back to this podcast on a more regular basis because it's, I think there's important information here. But again, as I've said in the past, I want all of you to live your life on purpose. Don't forget that part. Sometimes we get so bogged down in the minutia of life and the, and all the other you know, crap that we worry about, bills and, and this, we forget to live. So I want you to really just take some time over the next couple of weeks and think about the stuff that you want to do to live life. And then go do it. Don't let a past abuse hold you back. Don't let a past disease hold you back. Don't let a past loss hold you back. Go do it. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. You know, do it for the community. Do it to help other people, whatever it might be. But go live life and do it on your terms, not somebody else's. Don't let anybody step in your way. You know, I've, I've, as I've said in the past, I've had a lot of stuff happen to me. You know, and I went in neutral for a while in my life. And I, I started to get some of that confidence back over the past four to six months, which might sound odd, but it's true. And there are things changing now in a positive way for me. And I'm excited about it. And so that's what I've got for today. I don't want to keep this going too long. But until we meet again on this podcast, I want you to remind yourself that every day you must live life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Rash Thoughts. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and to follow Dean on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Help us change the world by liking and sharing this podcast so others can be inspired too. If your company or organization is looking for a speaker, contact Dean at dean at deanrash.com or visit his website, deanrash.com. Thank you.